Well, hey, this is Connor with Friends Stream Sports. You get to listen in live from our recording last night where me and Rutledge got to sit down and do Friends Stream Sports together for the first time. So we hope you enjoy the show. Nope, because we're on right now. Hey, Hey, everybody. Hi, I'm Rutledge. Hey, I'm Connor. We're friend stream sports. We're real friends in real time and real high five. Real We're high in the five. same room, everybody. Same We're here. Room. Yes. We're making this work. We're here tonight. We're doing it live for you. Uh, Connor, good to see you. Good to see you, Redledge. I like being close to you. It's so this fun. is really neat. I felt uh, his breath. What a great jersey. What do you what are you sporting tonight? Little little OCSC. All right. We Go Lions, won man. this weekend, man. I was there, played Toronto. Yeah. I watched three parents give 10 eight-year-old boys cotton candy. They just passed out rolls and one kid picked it up like 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 a like someone picks up a torch in a riot. He was just like anarchy. And it just got wild. So the lions were there. Three points, though. We're going to break that down a little bit. What's Absolutely. Up with, what's up with you, man? Uh, we're doing well. We're doing well. We're excited for tonight. It's getting hot out there, uh, and we are really excited to see uh, everybody tonight. Thanks. We got Steven already on, rocking and rolling. Hell. So, sorry for being a few minutes late. Had a little bit of a technical difficulty, but uh, that's okay. That's, that's okay. what happens in live shows. It's live shows. The show must go wrong, as Connor said, when we were having technology difficulties. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But... <sighs> Rutledge, you want to get to our big announcement now? Our big announcement. We, without further ado, biggest announcement. So why are we live tonight? Well, uh, we're live tonight because my house is a wreck. So it has come into big decisions that I have decided to move. Uh, I'm moving out of the Orlando area to the Georgia, South Carolina area and the Augusta area. So while French Stream Sports is always done via the internet, uh, Connor and I wanted to get together one last time in person as uh well i can't play playstation right now i don't even know where it is we will miss you ratledge we'll miss you so so much but as you so gleefully pointed out friend stream sports works on the internet and where some where some folks struggled during the pandemic we were born during the pandemic we are the pandemic we we're the mandemic we're the man we're the mandemic no no doubt but well, without further ado, shall we get to our topics for tonight, Rutledge? Let's get into it. I'm going to use my phone with my notes tonight. Um, by the way, Stephen, if you haven't, if you can hear us okay, give us a drop in the comments. Make sure we want audios good coming through as we are really flying. But tonight, we're going to start as we always do. We love to touch some MLS soccer. Mm-hmm. So um, I know I was there in person, Connor. Saw Akindeli score that early 12-minute goal. No Nani because he shoved a referee... So um, for those of you non-soccer fans, when your main staple player is out, it's almost kind of the same impact as basketball. When LeBron James wasn't win the Lakers for previous shows, they really tanked. But Nani wasn't there, but how did it go without him? You know, we, uh, we got the win. And as one of the things that we've been talking about, Rutledge, is uh, Orlando hangs on. That's kind of been the theme. Uh, getting to watch Orlando City throughout their existence last We've transitioned from being the team that would always give up the late goal, uh, draw Lando City, as I like to refer, uh, as I like mm-hmm. to refer to older, uh, older renditions of the Lions. But Orlando City 
hangs on and uh, doing it with defense, which I think is really, really important. Didn't have Nani, but you also didn't have, don't have Daryl DK mm-hmm. and Pato is still out, right? I, as I kind of shared last week, I'm kind of suspecting that they're going to be really gearing towards and probably trying to get both of those guys healthy and ready to roll for that June 19th game after that international break. Yeah. So it'll be really good to see. Um, what is the timeline for Pato? They said three to six weeks, you know, it could be if he's healthy now, like he's kind of getting into that earlier range. Mm-hmm. So that, that's what I'm saying. You know, if, if uh, Orlando was really struggling and, and losing, I could have seen a situation where they were trying to rush him back, but because we're second in the East right now, you know, there's probably a thought of, Hey, let's not rush it. Let's make sure you're good and healthy. It's a long season. So that's, that's, I'm, I'm eyeing that June 19th game is, is a really big game for the lions for sure. So it's going to be huge. Let me ask you this. Uh, we saw a great performance by Sylvester Vanderbotter. Uh, yeah. Who do you think are the three strongest lions in midfield? Um, in midfield, Right now, I think Oscar Perea is still trying to put it together. Uh, Sylvester had a really good showing. Mm-hmm. Um, I really think, though, that um, blanking on my players, Connor, because we put me on the spot. Um, Mueller has always been a linchpin. Mm-hmm. I miss Saja Clenchton, but not having Clenchton in the lineup is not being bad. Who would you take as a third? Because those are the two that I saw that looked really good. Yeah, you know, I, I guess I'd want to put Mueller a little bit more in that attacking third, yeah. right? Uh, Mueller on one wing, Nani on the other wing, and then some form of DK or Pato there in the number nine. And this is obviously coming from a 4-3-3 perspective, but I think Junior Urso always brings great energy to the game. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, uh, Miguel Pereira, uh, our number 10, our maestro, uh, he always does a great job. Uh, so um, number three, if if we get similar renditions of Sylvester Vanderbotter, I could see that he just played himself in mm-hmm. to a midfield role. Um, gonna gonna jump in my first hot take. I think he might have done that. Now, if not, I could see Seb Mendez. He's kind of the next guy in uh, from that perspective. Or you drop Mueller back and you play kind of Benji Michelle in that role. So yeah. um, I would, I'm hoping to see any semblance of what we saw from Sylvester Vanderbotter uh, throughout the course of the season, as well as Pereira and then Junior Urso. And I think that's a really stout midfield. That's going to be a tough out uh, throughout the season. It's going to be good. I think you bring up a good point too with Michelle. I like the bench depth that this Orlando team has in former renditions of Orlando City. When those sort of subs came in and you saw the key players came off, you as a fan held your breath. So it's good to see that Michelle, he came in in the back half of the game, but you could tell he was still a key piece. Mm-hmm. Um, Orlando City is second in the East. They are still having to, they don't have the most points in the league. That goes to Seattle, who has 17 points in the MLS. My hot take from last my last show that I was on was MLS final is going to be Orlando City versus Seattle Sounders. I think they can do it. I think if that June 19th game goes well, you're talking about, I see them doing really, really well. Yeah, you know, and, and it is a long season. That's the other thing. There have been Orlando City teams who've started out hot and faded with the summer sun. Uh, so, but the idea being uh, they've got some players with some experience, and, and this is a team that does indeed hang on. Now, um, we'll see. Maybe maybe there's some bad luck, you know, and Orlando City loses a couple games. Maybe. Um, I, you know, but beggars can't be choosers. Orlando City's hanging on. I'm happy. I'm happy, Rutledge. I'm, I'm happy too. And you can enjoy that <laughs> summer sun because I will not be going there. By the way, shout out to Crowheed TV 
uh, dropping a comment with us. Thanks for coming out. I think this is the first time we've at least had you drop some comments in the chat. Always good to see someone. And Stephen says I look like Ronaldo. So mm. I, I appreciate that. I've been trying. I'm trying to keep Ronaldo's a good, he's in good shape. I look like someone that needs like a koozie with a beverage in my hand. I'm really surprised you didn't bring beer to the show. Uh, not too late. Not too it's, late. It's still early. It's it still is, early. It is still early. Depends on how hot we get at halftime Whoa. hot takes. So that goes into our second quarter of action, Connor. So um, the rest of our show, or at least a good chunk of it tonight, is going to be followed about basketball because the NBA playoffs are going down. Um, I think that the play-in tournament really, it was cool to see that March Madness, one game, win, get in, feel, but it really separated the you're on the fringe to are you the real deal teams kind of want to call out the Spurs and the Warriors I know there was a lot of Steph Curry MVP talk earlier in the season but um to see that the one that I came out of um one things that I wrote down that I had to share is LeBron back in the playoff game he still knows how to turn it on LeBron is the king of procrastination he had a triple double against the Warriors you know what do you think of him coming in fresh you know I think that you hit the nail on the head Rutledge you've got one game and you're playing for your playoff life. Now, uh, as I said last week, you know, the winner of that game then got to got to play the Phoenix Suns. And I would almost rather play the Utah Jazz than the Phoenix Suns in the first round of the mm -hmm. playoffs. Uh, so the Lakers might have gotten the tougher draw uh, in playing the Suns in the first round. But, um, you know, I think that LeBron did have that rest. Uh, he, He's, he's still, he's still old, man. I, you know, there was that whole thing last night with you know, how long he's spitting out on the floor after he missed the free throw. Was he flopping? Was he not flopping? Yeah. Uh, I, I'm convinced that LeBron is much more dinged up than he's letting on. That's kind of my thought. Um, now he's going to tough it out. He knows he's got to play, but we're not seeing anywhere close to uh, what a full playoff healthy LeBron could be. Yeah, that wine budget doesn't pay for himself. He's got to get those playoff checks in order to land for him to make some money. Mm -hmm. um, what did you think of Memphis? Are they for real? You know, they went, they had a very good game. They're even doing well in their playoff series against the Jazz. Like, how do you feel about the Grizzlies? For me, though, I will say, personal plug, love to see that black Memphis throwback. That's a Vancouver Grizzlies jersey for all of you wondering where that came from. That was a Vancouver alternate. They just put Memphis on it, still hurts. But how do you feel about what the Grizzlies are doing? You know, as I, as I said, you know, I think that the Western uh, conference put a noise. I don't think that the story is as much about the Grizzlies being awesome as opposed to, uh, you know, you can, you can kind of quote punch this jazz team in the mouth. I, I still kind of think that just top to bottom all, all through that. So uh, I, you know, they played well, they still lost, you know, you, 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 and whether or not you have a little bit easier of a matchup or not, you're still the eighth seed in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you're still uh, have plenty of holes in your roster, things like that. It is a lot of fun to have John Morant in the playoffs. So I uh, like definitely him. like seeing that Redledge. Um, so I know we've got our picks later, but um, what do you think about, uh, what do you think about the heat so I was at, I I'm was going to put you on the spot. Robert. That's, that's a hot. Hot. Um, heat. 
Shouting out to our friend Christopher Frame and saw Chris Middleton shot, which was amazing, and all that turnaround. And this is where the Miami Heat are tricky because last season in the finals and their big playoff run, they looked like this team that was this put together basketball team, not the Stars team that we see with Brooklyn and LA, but still a team that was more system. Spolster coming back around. You know, we had a lot of takes at this mm-hmm. time during the bubble. And now with the Heat, they're starting to fizzle off kudos to them for getting as far because earlier in the season they struggled now they had a lot of covid protocol they had some injury they were really having a bad bounce back um i think what has happened is they have the short end of the stick they have pulled together a a a, um, milwaukee team where the front office has really spent some time to build some talent around Giannis. They've added in some pieces, especially with some of the midseason trades that they did. And I don't see the Heat getting through this series live. Um, they might have gone into overtime in the first game, but Milwaukee had their very most largest amount of three points in playoff franchise history this past week. And Miami's known for the for the long ball game. They like mm-hmm. to shape those big shots. Um, you know, how many times have we seen especially jimmy butler come in bam out of bio i know he'll get more in the paint Mm -hmm. but that's what miami was built to sort of stop and they got beat their own game and and then when you set a franchise record in the playoffs against the look for the faith of you in the series no i i hear you and i think that i think that the heat are gonna have uh, uh they're gonna have they're gonna have some struggles that you know for milwaukee to come in and play really well in these first two games and not, you know, be, be up 2-0 um, is uh, you would have expected the Heat to, have, I would have thought that he would have taken one for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, just kind of having that mental edge over, over the Bucks, but not being able to do that is uh, pretty, pretty, um, pretty good in favor of Milwaukee Bucks. But uh, Rutledge, I know we didn't have time to rehearse this before, but I want you to ask me something as a quick teaser. What's that? Connor, I, you need to ask me, which team has a potentially franchise-defining game coming up? Connor, which team has a potential franchise-defining game coming up? That's the Clippers. The Clippers versus the Mavs. Game two of this playoff series. The Mavs took game one. Rutledge, here's why, and I'd love to hear some of your takes on this, right? Uh, the Clippers have spent so much energy, not just the money, but just the energy of rebranding. They're trying to become the number one team in LA. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Lakers were down. The Clippers at least had a couple good playoff runs. They had some stars. You know, then then they got Paul George. They got Kawhi Leonard, mm-hmm. right? They loaded up. I've always been a Clippers fan. I have drank the Clipper Kool-Aid, uh, no doubt. And they're down 0-1 to the Mavs. They're down, you know, they, and, and that's, that's without Kristaps. And yeah. I think that if the Clippers end up going down 0-2 as the home team to the Mavs and end up even losing this series, like, you know, Steve Ballmer, as big about as a hype guy as he is, I wouldn't be surprised to see him just totally, you know, trade Paul George, trade Kawhi Leonard and just start over. I really think, so here's my take that I have for the way the state of the Clippers. Of course, we said the team just mocking um, the Dallas Maverick player whose name escapes right now that he dunk faced all over. That's mm-hmm. great. But that moment to me stands up of, I don't know if you remember a couple of years ago, there was a game, the Bills were playing the Cowboys in Dallas and the Bills were getting absolutely mauled. And this like third string tight end scores his first NFL touchdown ever. And what does he do? He gets the ball 
runs all the way across the field and then gives the ball to his girlfriend, who's a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader. Do you remember that happening? I do. Yes. That to me is the moment of that dunk with the Clippers happening right now, but getting just like, and they're not getting manhandled by the Mavs, but Luca is showing his will and his way. And this Clippers team was supposed to be a big deal. So I'm with you. I think they'll get the lineup and get rid of everyone because they're expensive. Mm-hmm. And um, I love what they're doing. I'm with you. They're rebranding. I like the swag they're wearing. They got away from that blue and red and they're trying to go in a different direction. Um, when we did our, we did our ranking of everyone. We both had them at number three in the West, but we didn't have anything positive to say. We're like, yeah, leave the Clippers because there's no reason to move them, but there's yeah. no reason to move them up. So I think the Clippers are out there. I think they're a little wild. Um, speaking to people and what they're doing. So I'll give this stat to you out there. Um, the Wizards are in the Wizards when they're playing game, mm-hmm. right? Russell Westbrook, of course, has set some records this year. His triple double is good for him. The Wizards did their first play in game and they lost to the 76ers and Bradley Beal had 33 points. How do you feel that tells the story of the Washington Wizards all year long? Of course, of course, Bradley Beal is going to go off in a big game. Right. And, and there's the wizards will still find a way to lose hats off to the wizards for uh, being able to gut their way into the playoffs. But, you know, Russell Westbrook led teams and, and, you know, regardless of who the main star is Russell Westbrook is still the main alpha dog. And a lot of people like that for sure. Uh, But what are we seeing with guys like James Harden, right. And guys that will just run themselves into the ground. Um, you know, I could see a, a situation where just like how Denver lost game one of their playoff series because they limited Jokic to say, we're going to take away what you do best, which is pass the ball. We're going to let you score all the points in the world. Uh, you know, I, I could see a situation where you game plan to, to take away, uh, you, to take away certain things to give you the chance to win. Mm-hmm. So uh, the dearth of experience that Doc Rivers has, um, you know, as I, I think that if there is any chance at an upset from a play-in team, it'll be, it'd be out West. Mm-hmm. Uh, the top of the East is just too strong. Yeah. I don't see the wizards going far. Um, do you see them keeping Westbrook at the end of this year? <sighs> I, I, I bet they don't want to, uh, there's, I bet, I bet there's folks in that room. You know, the wizards have, have very kind of always been that seven, eight seed, maybe mm-hmm. missed the playoffs. Uh, it's kind of what the Orlando Magic were trending towards um, until they traded away literally everybody. Everybody. For the Cade Cunningham sweepstakes. Um, <laughs> and, uh, uh, you know, so the worst thing to be in American pro sports is average, right? Because when you're winning, you get, you know, you there's that obviously that's what you're here to do. You're here to win. Uh, but when you're losing and you're really bad, you know, you get the good playoffs, you know, mm-hmm. the good playoff spots uh, or not playoff spots, but draft spots. So I could see a situation where, you know, if this doesn't work out and the Wizards get a Westbrook's on a one year deal, right? I don't remember his contract, but I mean, to if, be determined later. If if they can move Westbrook, I could see, you know, looking for the right package, mm-hmm. you know. They're not going to trade him for a laundry machine. Uh, they're obviously going to look for some value from Westbrook. But um, yeah, that is, and we are doing some real live 
friend stream sports production right now trying to real friend stream sports googling right here i'm gonna call it out trying to get trying to get the details of russell westbrook's contract so uh no relish I, th- I think that uh the wizards i, I could see I-, I could see there being a lot of folks in the building that want to uh want to say let's blow it up let's start over let's get some new guys in let's get some fresh blood in you know, I'm usually better at Googling these stats and these things while we're playing video games, which is the secret hardest part of this show is to play video games, look up stats, plus on a talk show at the same time. It looks like Westbrook is scheduled to be with the Wizards until 2023. So he's got one more year. So he's I got I, one more year. And, and that, that could set up perfectly for the Wizards if they don't, you know, don't start out well. Um, you know, you could trade Westbrook as kind of like that hired gun or mm-hmm. that expiring contract, whichever way you look at it, uh, get some, get some young pieces, you know, trade him, trade Westbrook to a contender and kind of make everybody happy. So yeah. that's kind of my current Russell Westbrook take. I think Westbrook will go the route of like Rajon Rondo and Dwight Howard, especially with the Lakers. They're going to be depth to where it's, it's not your show, but you're going to be, or even what um, Blake Griffin's doing right now in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. You're on a team. You were carrying franchises when you were younger. It didn't work. Um, clearly you're not the main piece because he lost Kevin Durant. That didn't work. He was with um, James Harden. That didn't work. He's now with Bradley Beal. They're both putting up stud numbers. It's not working. So he's, it's just a matter of time, but for some reason, people keep giving him more chances. The sports world hasn't written him off yet, like other stars who keep failing. What's interesting about Westbrook, you know, from time to time, they'll have those polls come out of like, who do players want to play with? Mm-hmm. Players at least say they want to play with Westbrook. Now you look, you know, the way that Kevin Durant left and then, you know, through his career that hasn't exactly lined up, but uh, you know, Russ, I think, does get some cred from like uh, maybe not the stud stud players, but maybe some of those fringe NBA guys that really like Russ's fire because, you know, yeah. he's going to come 100 miles an hour every night. He you got to give him that. He does. I don't want to be totally anti Westbrook. Uh, I don't want to I don't want to be Eastbrook on him. I'm so anti Westbrook. But. I mean, yeah, the guy who has the triple double triple double record in the NBA, I also wouldn't want to write <laughs> off, but. I don't want him to be the person carrying my franchise when the results are not there. So it's a tough out. There's one last team I want to talk about in the playoffs before we talk about the whole series and then move to halftime hot takes, maybe one day sponsored. Um, That's Trey Young and the Hawks. So I want to put this as that Trey Young had a beautiful lofter of a shot when they beat the New York Knicks. Also the New York Knicks are in the playoffs. If you didn't know that. Um, and the Clint, Knicks are good. The Knicks are kind of good, but here's the duo in the NBA who I like, who no one talks about, and that's Clint Capella and Trey Young together. Mm-hmm. Clint Capella had 13 rebounds in their game against the Knicks, and Trey Young had 32 points. So we know they were looking, they haven't announced a coach, so they're probably still in process after the season. Um, I'm, I'm very bought in on the young strengths of the Hawks, and they have been making more moves and they have been showing more consistency. Do you feel like, I don't think they're going to go deep in the playoffs because as you have said, the East at the top is too strong, but do you feel like we're seeing possibly a team starting to get its footing? Oh yeah. You win this first, I, for the Hawks and Knicks, like the first round is your NBA finals. Uh, Cause um, you know, you're going to be playing either Brooklyn, uh, either Brooklyn, Philly or Milwaukee in the second round. And I mean, those are just, those are just buzz saws. Those are buzz saws a series that you don't want anything to do with any of those teams. 
so, you know, I, I think that uh, I think that the Hawks with Capella, because Capella's not, you know, he's still got some good years ahead of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and obviously Trey Young is super young. I think that the Hawks are in a better position moving forward than the Knicks. Um, you know, Derek Rose has been a really good story this year. Um, but, you know, Julius Randle's kind of the main guy for the Knicks. And, you know, with the Knicks, it seems like their biggest play is going to be to maybe go recruit Trey Young one day to come play for the Knicks, but that's still down the road. So, uh, no, I think, you know, we are seeing the value of having good big man play and good guard play. So uh, to be able to have Clint Capella and, and you know, a guy that doesn't have to score all the points is a big, which is also very important, which is not to, not to tip my take, but I think, uh, I think I'm going to talk a little bit more about that during Oof. halftime hot takes. Oof. It's getting coming. This halftime hot take is going to be hot. Um, Oof. But as that goes, yeah, they are emerging. They're a good duo. They have a good franchise. It's good for the city of Atlanta, which needs a sports team that can produce um, as Atlanta just, I've had many rants on how Atlanta falls short as the city all the time with sports. Okay. But that's all the sort of teams we wanted to break down. Connor, I want to go through for our listeners and our viewers and shout out to the people coming out, seeing us on Twitch. We're friends stream sports live in person for the first time, eight o'clock Tuesdays. Make sure to subscribe to us on YouTube. How many viewers are we trying to get? If you help us get to 50 viewers, we'll do something sweet. That could be me driving up to Georgia, the old 706 to see Rutledge. That could be live streaming me getting my chest waxed uh yeah we could do that i'm down yeah subscribers i said viewers it's subscribers but either way thanks steven producer side note producer steven always keeping us on the straight and narrow but we need we're trying to get to 50 youtube subscribers we're just a few away just a few help us get there we would really appreciate it one great way to do that rutledge is uh you know as Myself and you, we do a great job of spamming all of our friends' Facebooks with our videos. If you see that, give us a like and a share. Yeah. Help spread the word. Yeah. So share, share us out there. You can't share a lot of things in this world, but you can share friend stream sports. You can share friendship. It's and, contagious. And wash your hands and wash your hands. Okay. <laughs> As we go through friendships, this is the entire NBA playoffs right now for everybody out there um and i wrote this very late this morning so uh jazz and memphis are in a are in game two which is on the 26th which is tomorrow um the first game went to memphis the clippers and dallas are playing together of course dallas won the first game their second game is later today at 10 30 um denver and portland they had game two who won that last night uh game two denver and portland i believe denver won that series so is it's tied one tied one. now yep the Lakers and the Phoenix play tonight after your bedtime, Connor. They tip off at 10 o'clock. Oh, uh, man, I'll be deep into my third round cycle. <laughs> I'm surprised I'm still awake now. Phoenix is, I know, Phoenix, <laughs> is, uh, Phoenix is leading that series. In the East, you have Philly and Washington with Washington. Their game two is tomorrow. Uh, New York and Atlanta. Atlanta leads their game twos tomorrow. Milwaukee is 2-0 and against the Heat with game three being tomorrow. And then on the 27th, oh no, excuse me, that's game three from Milwaukee, Miami. Brooklyn and Boston are playing right now. Last time I checked, the score was 30 to 18, pulling it up live on Friends Stream Sports. I have an iPhone 6, so this is going to load slow. Wow. 
I have an iPhone 6 and I have a computer with Windows XP. So uh, your boy's technology works. Anyways, uh, the score in whew, the score for the Brooklyn Nets versus the Boston Celtics, Connor, at halftime is Brooklyn 71, Celtics 47. Sounds about right. Sounds about right. So uh, moving on, that takes us to halftime hot takes. Woo-woo. Woo-woo. Connor, what is halftime hot takes this week? Well, before that, I know we always joke about sponsorship, and because I forgot to change the name of our Zoom call, do we have our first sponsor for Halftime Hot Takes? It could be. Halftime Hot Takes, brought to you by Born Financial Group. Brought to you by Born Financial Group. If you don't know who we are, that's okay. Just okay. ask their financial advisor. Just know that they give Connor money. They do. It's a good time. I'm into it. Uh, <laughs> but uh, So Halftime Hot Takes this week, Rutledge, is um what we did we did a little thought exercise and we said if we could make our own big three uh in the nba uh that is not currently constituted who would our favorite big three be and why well uh, i will tell you my favorite big three and i'll give them to you straight this is if i could combine three players together i'm gonna take trey young as my point as my guard mm-hmm. i'm gonna pick up the Joker and get Jokic slammed together. And then I'm going to add Giannis. And I think that's a dangerous trio of people that you have. Trey Young is going to be your great perimeter, almost like your Steph Curry, Chris Paul guard who can go down in the paint. You need him, but he's smaller. So he's faster. Jokic is in there for the rebounds. Also good for defense in the paint. And then Giannis is going to cover the rest of it. He's going to run the paint, run the floor. He can shoot. He can jump. I'm swearing he wears PK flyers. Like Giannis can do it all. I am very bought into Giannis and all of his stock. So I think that if you put those two together, um, you might as well just have a crown royal bag to hold all the rings you're going to win because it's just going to be jingle jangle. Jingle. With that big three. Jingle jangle. Um, well, that's hot. But Rutledge, I'm going to, I'm going to see your big three and I'm going to raise you. First off, here's something kind of coming in out of left field here. Uh, Rudy Gobert. I'm going to put Rudy Gobert as part of a big three. Okay. Uh, now, uh, you quoted Jokic for his rebounding and defense. Jokic is actually best at passing, but, you know, that's okay. Uh, but you do need somebody. You need you need a Chris Bosh. Rudy Gobert will be this big three's rendition of Chris Bosh, uh, followed by Steph Curry. I still think that he's got a lot in the tank. But also, you know, is he's a good uh, emotional leader, right? He's a guy that can take handle a lot of different, uh, you know, just different mentality uh, and just go out there and play. And third, uh, I'm, I'm taking Kevin Durant, 6'10", 6'11", uh, with handles like a point guard and burner phones for days. Uh, you know, the news media is going to be all over it. You know, Kevin Durant would be kind of like the LeBron, always be the one you know, making the news, making the stories, taking all the shots. Uh, Steph would be sort of like the D-Wade if we're, if we're going to compare this to probably the best big three of all time, uh, that Miami Heat big three. Uh, well, I guess maybe the Spurs big three would be better, but that's for another halftime hot take for another time. Uh, but then, okay. uh, then Chris Bosh would be, would be Rudy Gobert. So those are my guys. So you're taking your halftime hot take to win your team you're going to go- yeah okay i'm in it for like the long haul i think Giannis has found the fountain of youth 
It's probably in all the Greek cheeses that he eats. The Greek cheeses and yogurts and some figs. Honeys, some figs, some cheeses. He's great, right? But here's the thing, though, is you've got you've got a lot of championships already between Steph and Durant, which winning a championship, you, you like just that mentality to know what it's like to go through the whole season. Then you got the playoffs. Then you got to play into June. Uh, I mean, that, that, that's a long time. So, uh, long time. you know, it, it, let us, let us never forget that it wasn't until, it wasn't until the Pistons all retired when Jordan started winning titles. Wow. So it wasn't until, you know, he had to get Larry Bird out of the way, had to get the Pistons out of the way. Not to say that Jordan didn't beat a lot of good guys. You know, I think Jordan is awesome, but uh, we're getting into some more hot takes here from Connor. I think that the only player Do you think he would take that personally. I think Jordan would take that personally. Uh, I think that the only player greater than Michael Jordan is the legend of Michael Jordan. Okay. He never missed a shot according to his legend, you know, was perfect on defense, did all, all that right. Played with the flu, played with the flu. So, right. Was a great teammate. Never bullied in the locker room. Never punched anybody. Never hit anyone. That's his legend. That's his legend. Was nice to Bugs Bunny. He was. He was. He was. Love some Space Jam. All right, moving on. Third quarter. Okay, so this is our one of our friend stream sports. Huge topics. This is a staple in our arsenal. We love to whip out this conversation. And that is where we're going to do our must, our busts, and our trust for the NBA playoffs. These are the teams that Connor and I think you must follow. Someone that you think that you would think I should follow, but you would bust. And then who do we trust? Who do we think is going to be a big deal? So, Connor, give me your must for the playoffs. Suns. Uh, I would be shocked if they don't beat the Lakers uh, because, as I said, I, I think LeBron's hurt. Um, and he's frustrated. Um, you know, and then uh, they're getting the winner of uh, the Blazers' Nuggets. And I think that the Suns are still markedly better than the Blazers or the Nuggets. So, uh, I, I see – for sh- put it in this could be the kod put it in put it in the bank put it in the vault Suns are like at least getting to the western conference finals this year wow that's a that's a hot one right there yeah what about you redledge i'm taking the brooklyn nets for mm-hmm. very many of the same reasons um first of all i'm going to say it here on the air right now I'll spoil one of my picks nets in four nets in a big for especially with the way they're putting it on Boston now. Nets in four in their first series. Wow. Um, this is what this Nets team was built for. Mm-hmm. When we sat around and we saw James Harden was coming, they're like, okay, I get it. This is what this Nets team is. Kyrie Irvin finally showed up to games, right? They finally started playing. It's like, this is what this Nets team is for. They're built to make a deep playoff run. Mm-hmm. And there's no showing. They have benched up with Blake, Blake Griffin, who, you know, remember he used to carry, you know, he carried the Clippers mm-hmm. and now he's a part of it. So um, I'm excited to see another spoiler, this Nets Buck series coming up. Cause I think that's going to be wild. I wish it was the Eastern conference finals. It's not going to be, mm-hmm. um, but this is the machine. We're going to see some amazing basketball and I see them going all the way to the finals. Well, there you go. How about our bust? Who's I, your bust, Relich? I'm going big here, and this one's going to be huge. I'm picking the Utah Jazz. Wow. And I'm going to put it, especially with their first game with Memphis. And I think Memphis is hot right now. You know, they're from Tennessee. It's Memphis probably is little, so hot right now. It's so hot to be a grizzly in Tennessee. That's not good for their environment. Mm-hmm. They're used to the Pacific Northwest where they belong. Um, but as that goes, uh, I think they're in a lot of danger. And then the next series that they have, if they 
they get through this series, and I'll give my pick. I'll save that for later. But if they get through this series of Memphis, they have to play uh, Clippers or Dallas next. So they, you said it earlier with the Jazz. You said you can punch them in the mouth. They very much think they've already gotten punched in the mouth, and they ran the table in the regular season. And now that they're seeing some adversity in the playoffs, I don't know if they – I don't know what to do. I'm sure they can respond because they're mm. professionals. But I don't think they're ready to be beat the same way as, you know, a Brooklyn or even um, Milwaukee's going to beat on someone. I don't think they're ready to sort of take that game and take the series. So I have the Jazz. Yeah, I'm going Jazz, too. A lot of the same reasons you have, Rutledge. I think, um, you know, they there's still too many big-time players in the West that have played in too many big-time playoff series to let the jazz get through. So uh, I think the jazz are going to bust. That means they might, they might win their first round. I'd be surprised if they make it to the Western conference finals. So uh, yeah, th- that that's my bust. Okay. Which leads me to my trust. Oh, and your trust. I trust a certain team from a certain town. A team from a town. A team Do from tell. a town uh, known for, known for its Patty's pub. Okay. Uh, known for, Known for Frank Reynolds okay. running around doing its thing. I trust the Philadelphia 76ers. Wow. Uh, Joel Embiid, Rock Chalk Jayhawk, old school Kansas, big time player. He was actually the second best player or kind of the second most notable player during his one year at Kansas. And he is a much more notable pro, obviously, than Ben McLemore. Uh, but, you know, I think also outside of that, um, it's having Doc Rivers there, a guy who, uh, although I think he can be a little bit overrated as a coach, uh, I think he's still, you know, he, he's been there before. To me, as one of my themes, right, if you've been there before, you ought to street credit my book. So I think Doc's been there before, and I think the main difference from Doc being with the Clippers as opposed to Philly is Doc, you know, he's got more of a hungry team. Uh, that wants to prove themselves where I kind of think last year uh, with the Clippers. So they, you know, Lou Williams wanted to go find out where to go get chicken wings during NBA bubble. And, uh, you know, we saw how that worked out. So that's my trust. Rutledge, who are you trusting? Same thing. Sixers, you said it all. You said it best. You're right. I'm with you on Doc Rivers. He's doing some magic and it's his first year with them. So is it Doc Rivers or is it the people around him? Um, tough call, tough to say, but they, the East was so hard for them to hold on to. And especially once Brooklyn started to cook, they really kept it. So I, I feel good about them. Cooking like James Harden when he's doing his little James Harden, man. It's going to be a great Eastern conference finals. Hopefully, hopefully we can screenshot this for the YouTube video. Just, just, just all the preview. Just eating that, eating it up, my man. So, well, that's that's our must bust and trust. That's our that's a lot of basketball talk for us. Look at that. Let's talk football. Let's do it. I I think it's good. The schedule came out, and uh, there's there's a lot of games on there, and I have some games that I think you need to that I separated in some categories. I know you have some games, so I have three categories, Connor, and I want to hear what you have, but these are mine. I have three games. One of them is going to be you have to watch this game. It's a you have to sit down and watch this game. The second one, I'm going to call it you can casually watch it. Mm-hmm. And the third one, especially if you are some of my friends with children, you can have family time while this game is on. You know, I don't know about you, 
But for me in football season, it's the ritual, right? Like football when it's, and I all picked primetime games. When it's primetime football game, it's like, all right, we're having dinner early. We're sitting it down, you know, everyone else, if you want to watch football with me, you can, or if not, you need to find an activity because mm-hmm. the TV is mine for the next four and a half hours. You know, my wife does not watch football with me as much. So I need to pick my games wisely where I get to have her watch football with me. Okay. So I hear you, Ravage. So for all of our viewers out there, we're, we're picking games. We're sharing our thoughts on some games. And we might revisit this throughout the course of, of the season a couple of times. But we're sharing what we think is must-see TV, mm-hmm. a game that's on in the background, and a game that's kind of the snoozer that if you're up late the night before, it's okay to doze off during because yeah. you're not going to be missing much, but football is going to be on. So Rutledge, what's must-see TV? Must-see TV. Circle your calendars now. Thursday, September 30th, the Bengals are playing the Jags. Now, I will say Jacksonville is Jacksonville. As you said last week, there's already a coach that's another coach that's quit. The Serpent Meyer working condition's weird. He's got a lot of rookie talent. Tim Tebow's wearing number 85 and back in the NFL. But you want to talk about it, Tim Tebow's our age, and he's starting. I wish that's how I could get into the NFL. Just call up my old coach. Yeah, I just call up. I find an old coach for me and call like, hey, let's get it. Either way, I think this is going to be cool. This is going to be these two franchises sort of showing who's going what direction. You have two former first-round picks, two younger teams that are being sort of built from the ground up, two good competitors because both were great in college, and I think this will be a great – where is this going? It's going to kind of – feel all because it's early in the season it'll feel like a preseason game if um, they won't rotate the rosters like a preseason game but it'll have that there's a lot of youth on the field feel but i think it's good tv to see what the future of the league can look like mm-hmm. that'll be that'll be a ton of fun you know what my man what a what a year it's been rather you know what my must see tv is week one browns at chiefs yeah um the browns have turned me into a brown supporter I am really excited to see, A, if the Browns have taken the next step forward uh, within their development, having a second year under Kevin Stefanski uh, and just all that talent that Cleveland has. But then also to see what's going on at Kansas City, right? You know, a team like Kansas City, well, you know, they're, they'll usually start out pretty hot. Uh, but is, is the gap closing in the AFC? Uh, and if the gap is closing, is a team like Cleveland that actually – have might have some potential to do that you know i i think that's gonna be really interesting to see and we're gonna look back at that game as big time within the afc landscape so that's my must see tv a dog pound baby they drafted well they yeah they they did exactly what they needed to do so and they didn't reach for alabama offensive linemen like the las vegas raiders they they did not speaking of the raiders in Vegas and their nightclub in the stadium and bottle service. I might go to a game this year. I kind of want to go. Just, you know, why not? Yeah. I'm closer to better flights now. You are. I fly out of Atlanta. Yeah, there's the flights aren't great from Orlando to Vegas. No, but out of Atlanta, they're great. Yeah. Next next live show in Vegas. Yes. When we hit 50 YouTube. When we hit 50 YouTube subscribers, we will go to a Vegas game. When we hit 100 YouTube subscribers, my wife will let me buy bottle service at a Vegas game. When we hit 200 YouTube subscribers, Connor's wife will let him buy bottle service at a Vegas game. Yes, yes. So who, but who's on in the background, Rutledge? Who's on in the background? Raiders Chargers, Monday, October 4th. I'm a sucker for Monday Night Football, but um, in my opinion, that division, it's still Kansas City's division for them to lose. 
It is, you know, these are two teams, you know, John Gruden still doing his things. Our BFF, Justin Herbert. Hey, Justin. Um, Hi. But as it goes, this isn't a game you don't want to miss, but you don't want to be emotionally invested. And I say there are some, and we'll talk about that in the what to like not watch. There are some that you turn on the football game and say, I'm going to watch this. I'm going to have it on, but not be invested. This is one that you're going to still see some good action. These are two good teams. Um, we said all last season, if the Chargers are healthy, they'd be better. If the Chargers are healthy, they'd be better. You know, we both said, if you took a new quarterback, who would it be? Justin Herbert, which is why we like him so much. So I think this is a great one to um, one to watch and one that will, when since it's in early October, when we get to the playoff picture, this will be circled on the schedules of who won or lost this one. But it's not in that moment you have to be invested. You just need to know what happened for the future. Mm-hmm. No, I, th- I think I think it's good. Some good thoughts for me. The game that's on in the background: Week Three Jags versus Cardinals. Uh, you know that that should be the first true test for Trevor Lawrence, assuming Aaron Rodgers doesn't go to Denver. Although there's still some heat behind Aaron Rodgers to Denver potentially. Uh, so me, you know. It, I, I do think the Cardinals have a lot to offer and I do think they are going to be a tough out. And I think that this is going to be the first biggest uh, test for Trevor Lawrence here in the early season. So it'll just be interesting to watch how he responds uh, to, to a game where he's going to have to score some points and where he's going to have a defense that's really trying to put a hurt on. Him. Yeah. And that, that sounds like a big one, right? But who knows what will happen. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers. Off-season quarterback news, man. Okay. We're, well, we're getting late in the show, so it's time for our snoozer. Our snoozer. Oh, this one will put you to bed as we get close to Connor's bedtime. For me, it's I don't have much to say on it, but Monday, November 1st, Giants on Monday. On a hype around the football Giants. I'm not bought in on them. Um, yes, Kansas City showed some vulnerabilities last, last year, especially with their Super Bowl loss, but they still went to the Super Bowl. I think at this one, um, if you have kids, read them a bedtime story, have dinner because and not be, not have a good time. It's going to be a smack fest. Oh, yeah. So uh, we're still live, even we're though still live. we're still live, uh, even though we might not seem live. Trust me, we're still live. Um, the snoozer for me, week one, and I tried to take some contrarian picks here. I think Panthers Jets is going to be a big old pillow fight oh, yeah. everyone's going to try to hype that up as oh jets traded sam darnold you know to the panthers and then you got zach wilson and it's like who's more popular zach wilson or zach wilson's mom you know and so you got all these like storylines that have nothing to do with football and two teams that aren't all that great so um yeah i i kind of think that'll be a big old pillow fight that one's going to be bad. All right. Well, that's what we're talking about with the NFL schedule. There's more coming on with the NFL schedule later. So what I do want to say is that we're going to wrap it up as we're getting late in the game and we're going to go to picks. So Connor, we're going to take turns going down each little NFL um, NBA playoff series, say where they're at and then feel like how they're going to end. Um, so as that goes, let's start with uh, jazz and Memphis. And I have, uh, I'm going to take jazz and seven. I'm going jazz and six. Okay. Next one, we have the Clippers versus Dallas. I am actually going to go Clippers and six. It hesitates me to say it, but I have a, something tells me not to pick against them. Oh, we got nets and six. Ooh. Uh, already, already firing out some picks for the Eastern conference. Uh, uh, I'm, I, I think I'm taking clips in five. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, I think I think they're going to pull it together. Okay. I, I still have my blind faith in the Clippers. Okay. All right, in five. All right, next one we have um, we have Denver versus Portland. Uh, I you know I love some game time game time, but I'm going Denver in five. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of going the other way here. I think Denver in six. I'm okay. still going. I'm still going Nuggets, but I think that uh, the Nuggets are uh, without without Jamal Murray. I just think series are going to be tougher for him. I hope. Uh, I hope Jamal Murray gets better because he was uh, he was doing awesome before he got hurt. All right, this one, which they have a 10 o'clock tip-off tonight. The Los Angeles Lakers versus the Suns. Uh, how hot do you have the Suns in this series? Suns in five, gentlemen sweep. It's going to be hot. LeBron's going home early. Oof. He can, he can ice his ankle. I have Suns in six because I think LeBron will battle back. Him and AD will get mad. He'll just start pulling eyebrow hairs out of AD in order to get him to win games. But uh, definitely, we both have the Suns. Okay, uh, next, the 76ers versus the Wizards. I have, uh, I have Philly in five. I don't think the Wizards go far. I'm going Philly in four. Okay, we both in agreement on that. Next, Clean sweep. Knicks, Knicks versus the Hawks. I'm actually going to put the Hawks in five. I think we're going to see Trey Young, Clint Capella, and company emerge. Good on the Knicks for making the playoffs, but I think that was – so you're right. Then making the playoffs is like getting to the finals. Mm-hmm. They're not going to win the finals. I'm going Atlanta in seven. Um, it'll be the mo- this will be the most interesting series in the first round. It is a good series. All right, two more left. Uh, next we have uh, the Bucks versus the Heat. I'm taking Milwaukee clean sweep in four. Wow. You know when I yeah I I, I still believe in Miami. I still believe in Heat culture, and I still believe that that is worth three games i know they got to start winning a bunch of games uh but i don't think it's worth four i'm picking milwaukee in seven okay in the hard fought series wow but yeah well either they're, way it's they're gonna, gonna be push a wild series okay they'll push milwaukee last one uh we have and i picked this one earlier so you know brooklyn versus boston i have the nets in four um we actually have one of our viewers said nets in six which should be really intense to see but where are you thinking brooklyn boston goes i mean nets in three um yeah i mean the boston might not even like come out to game four they might just wave the white flag uh yeah the a lot of these first round series i'm not into especially in the east i'm not anticipating a ton of uh you know a ton of pushback outside of that well i guess some you know with milwaukee miami uh but you know especially philadelphia and washington and brooklyn boston Mm -hmm. uh, i i think those are going to be really quick series uh to get get those guys rest it up i could see for you being that uh considering that it is nets 80 celtics 55 for brooklyn and boston it could be it could definitely be brooklyn and three but either way they are handling them all right connor um before we go to our last pick of the evening which is always our nascar poll winner and any final thoughts rutledge i can't wait to keep seeing your face from time to time and hearing your voice it's been real friends real time real friendship whether in person or digital it's been great so this is our last episode for that we have the longest race as we are going to put the longest distance in our friendship the Mm. longest nascar race happens this weekend in the coca-cola 600 i'm putting martin truex jr to win the poll he's having a stud of a year i think chase elliott is going to uh you know he won last week and i think he's going to keep keep the good thing going he does really good things. He does keep good things going. Well, as that goes, that's our good things going. Um, you know, 
Best of luck to you, Connor. Stay keep it safe in Florida. I'll keep it safe on the other end. In-person fist bump. But as that goes, I'm Rutledge. And I'm Connor. And have a great night.